Welcome to the Neutral Zone Podcast. My name is Jim Schneider, your host, coming to you from lovely Denver, Colorado. And uh, we're joined by a panel of neutral zoners from all around the country. Back at last, we have out in Eugene, Oregon, Tom Breuer. Hello. You man. threw it out to me first. I wasn't prepared. I did. I know. I'm starting on the, you know, on the West Coast this time. Starting on the West Coast. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. moving that way. And saying, I'm, I'm through. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. You're done. Thank you. Yeah, I'm Phoenix, done. Arizona. We got Robert Licardo. Good morning. Good morning, Robert. Good to be back. And Dallas, Texas, the birthday boy, Price Trozen. Happy birthday, Price. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'm putting this shirt up in honor of Locke today. If you can see it, that's very nice. Oh yes, Lightning Kugels. Ah, yes. Lightning Kugels. <laughs> many many that... blurry Sundays. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that today that uh, Locke and Ern is take it easy, buddy badge again with giant Lightning Kugels at Will's. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a perfect way to throw it up to Chicago, Illinois. Locke Petersheim, how are you doing this morning, Locke? I'm good. I'm actually in uh, eastern Iowa, but uh-huh. in Chicago and Wills in spirit. That's right, as we all are. But hey, they bathing in line in Kugel. <laughs> I may have one or two of those after this. Will, Wills, has, Wills, has, Wills has gone to the new uh, um, copper tub, copper bathing tub of line in Kugel that you can order now. What? From you know like in the old westerns when they took their, oh, their bath yeah. in the in the tub yes so. that i can see that sure. let's walk that joke back explain that's it all right. that's all right <laughs> it's just a whole show parsing that joke i yesterday <laughs> discovered a, a disposable spittoon yeah uh i ran into that at a random store it's like oh that's interesting <laughs> Isn't that called a peanut can, or that's what my grandpa yeah, called I think, it? Yeah, I think that would be another way to go about it. Excellent, excellent spittoon story, Jim. I like to get a good spittoon gag going. I, I want to be able to, uh, when I when I post this podcast and tag it, I want to be able to have spittoon, hashtag oh, yeah. spittoon. And you'll get, you'll get a ton of spam from, like, spittoon fetishists across the nation. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a spittoon that. team. We, are getting off we love spot. spittoons. We saw you mention spittoon. And I do have to say for our, you know, listener or listeners, um, that we did. <laughs> no, that's the worst Freudian slip ever, Jim. No, I wasn't. I was intentional. That was a gag. Like, oh, I, I hope we have some okay. listeners. It's only been, you know, like close to a year since we've done one of these officially. Now we did do one. How many are watching ago. live, Jim? <laughs> was, that huh? German, was that German guy hectoring you about doing another uh, one? That's that a, I never did hear from the German guy. Like, I, you know, I guess he... Oh. Tell him we have spittoons. He just off all things American. I, after, hope, you know. I hope he wasn't tuning in to learn how to how like normal Americans speak. Because <laughs> I really, really hope not. <laughs> ah, spittoon. We did try one of these, as you guys, of course, know, but our listeners don't. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was a great podcast, and I'm still very yeah. bummed. That the audio yeah. was just garbage. Like we've had all kinds of technical problems. I think we finally ironed it out. So this is our shot back. But I am forever going to uh, refer to that neutral zone lost episode as the best thing we've ever done. Just because it'll live in mystery. Uh, it was a great, you know, it's too it's bad. It's like that, that tenacious, tenacious D tribute song. Yeah. Yes. It's just a myth. That's what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't I'm afraid. I, uh, I, I, do. I do. I do. There's a Michael Hart thank, favorite. Thank oh. you, Price. Thank you. I was thinking of the, I was thinking of Hemingway and his two lost short stories he left in a briefcase on a tray, but that's because well, I, I, thought, state yeah. school. I, thought I have an English degree really. from a state school, so I'm a little uh, you, you erudite. I think of Tenacious D. Well, I think that this is a perfect example of what this podcast is. Hemingway and Tenacious D in the same breath. Right. Exactly. So, uh, and yeah, we did, we'll, we'll retread some of the topics from last time, because we did talk a lot about the the anthem controversy, which is, you know, when I first discovered that we couldn't use the podcast, I thought, oh, bummer. We had a good conversation about that. We won't be able to use it. But here it is three weeks later, and we're still having this conversation. Yeah. Um, not really gone. 
And we'll touch on Star Trek Discovery and maybe some other things. But uh, I did want to start off the show this week, though, because it is Price's birthday. Um, I have two uh, uh, editions of Is It or Is It this week. And I want to start off with one for Price right at the top. We'll do the other one at the end as traditional. That's right, because Price, as we know, is our resident Archie expert. And I, was, I, think, I thought uh, we'd start off with an Is It or Is It, Lazenby or Weatherby. The following biographical <laughs> facts either refer to Bravo. George Bravo. Lazenby, the uh, actor who played James Bond in On Her Majesty's Secret Service, or Mr. Weatherby from Archie. <laughs> wow, that's that All is right. a really thin sliver on the Venn diagram. For <laughs> yes, is that a surprise only? Uh, is it or is it? Oh, I'm ready. I found this to be more interesting in the research than I would have expected, to be honest. <laughs> uh, both have some, you know, so interesting Price, facts does, about this. Price recuse, does Price recuse himself, or is he playing? Oh, no, he's in. Everybody's in on this. Yeah. He's not I want to know, is, is, is Mr. Weatherby in the new Riverdale show, and is it like a young, hot female pr- principal? <laughs> no, but Grund, Grundy that is... a good question. Grund, no, but Miss Grundy is a, like, hot, like... Uh, like late thirties instead of an instead of a blue hair. Uh, is Mister Weatherby in Riverdale? You know, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I just yeah. know. I only know like extraneous things because I don't like my Archie edgy. I like my Archie full of hijinks. Is Weatherby like a really sexy teacher who's having sex with his students in this new? No, that, that was uh, that's Grundy. Grundy. I will admit I have a I feel the I feel the inevitable pop culture culture pull of being tempted to check in on Riverdale. Like it's building I may, up. I may, I don't know, I may. It's, on, sure Netflix. it's on Netflix yeah. now. I, I will say though, for the record, I'm going old school fat Mr. Weatherby with the weird glasses and the yeah. So yes. way to body shame him. Here we go. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um yeah. We're in that oh, you know what? In honor of, how about, how about this? In honor, of Mr. Weatherby, in honor of Mr. Weatherby, I will put on my Mr. Oh. Weatherby glasses. Hey, got there the we Mr. go. Weatherby oh wait, wait, you have you have Weatherby glasses like at the ready in case somebody brings it up. <laughs> well, no, they're actually uh, they're actually emergency cheaters. They 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 just slide into a little thing on the back of the cell phone case so that yes. you can. If you really need a pair of glasses, because if your vision is rapidly failing like mine and you don't have prescriptions yet, we're all getting old, folks. Well, let me put on my let me put on my special George Lazenby glasses. We need yeah, a, we need a, a visual description track for this podcast. I think we do. I price, know we're gonna really price have to now. Put you, on. you don't have. Please. You're just not committed. You're just not committed to it like I am, Breuer. That's fine. <laughs> all right. So, is it or is it Lazenby or what? Right, here we go. <clears throat> Fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Uh, I'm gonna say Weatherby. I'm gonna say Lazenby. Lazenby. Wait, there weren't Lazenby. a lot of British at the Bulge. Yeah, I'll come to think of it, you, you're probably right because I'll, I'll stick with my original answer. But I'm gonna say really Weatherby. Into, into into war stories and, and Archie comics. Robert got a thought on that. Oh, definitely Lazenby. I'll it say Weatherby. Weatherby. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I, got, I switched over to Weatherby. Yes, apparently Weatherby was a war veteran that uh, throughout the extended timeline, as time went on, he also became like a Vietnam vet when, you know, obviously things shifted. But he did uh, fight in the Battle of the Bulge and then would refer to his own Battle of the Bulge with his weight. (laughs) (laughs) Wacky Mr. Weatherby. To be honest, this surprised the heck out of me because I would have also answered Lazenby. But I realized... Deflecting... Oh, go ahead, Block, sorry. I was say deflecting what must be decades of, of PTSD and trauma with jokes <laughs> right. about his girth. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's kind of disturbing when you really think about it. Uh, but I was actually stunned to find out that George Lazenby was actually born in 1939. So he was, you know, probably like five years Whoa. old. He's uh, young, a lot younger than he is, Yeah, he was only 30 years old when he played Bond. He was the youngest Bond. Yeah. It's also young to be fighting the Battle of the Bulge. I mean, it's you a do bit that young. So, yeah, did, he uh, play, did he play the drum, play the fife and drum? <laughs> all right question two worked as a used car salesman worked as a used car salesman. i'm gonna say lazenby because weatherby spent a, his career in academics yeah i'll say lazenby that is correct all right worked as a martial arts instructor lazenby lazenby lazenby, lazenby. 
That is correct, Lazenby. Nicely done, everybody. <laughs> Got into a lot of trouble in high school. It's not so much fun when we're all right. I know. At least the first one was you guys. Got into a lot of trouble in high school is the next next bio fact. Oh, that's oh that was actually, I thought that was a commentary to the martial arts. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to say weather, Weatherby as well. Uh, yeah, Weatherby. 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 Yeah. Known as Wild Wally in high school. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I didn't even know Weatherby's first name. It's Wally. What's this, what's this podcast rated? Yeah. <laughs> Good question, Locke. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a terrible name. Um, let's see. An amateur explorer that has unearthed Indian artifacts. That's Weatherby. Uh, Weatherby. Oh. Weatherby. Weatherby is correct. Uh, I read that one. Enjoys off-road motorcycling is the last one. That's got to be Lazenby. 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 I'm agreeing with Lazenby. Yeah. You guys have nailed it. Yeah, Lazenby was a bit of an adventure guy. Yeah. So That's right. <clears throat> Nicely done. It looks like I'm victorious over Price. On the Archies. Yeah, you picked the one... Uh... You picked the Battle of the Bulls one. That's correct. That's right. Nicely done. And I didn't even need to wear Weatherby glasses. <laughs> the Weatherby glasses are a jinx. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't wear them during the game. Oh, you God, uh, God yeah. forbid. All right, so now Price, we've gotten through you really that. Are, Price, you really are embracing your inner Harry. You <laughs> <laughs> can also look at it as a Captain Kirk. There you go. Put the, put the, put the cheaters back on. <laughs> Kirk wore the cheaters in Wrath of Khan, you know. And, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, as, <laughs> I don't know where to, where to jump from there. So let's jump into our first topic, which is, you know, now we got to do this anthem shenanigans every week. <clears throat> We're getting close to the start of game time on, on Sunday here, and I'm sure we'll once again hear about who stood or didn't stand. And now, does anybody know what went down at this meeting with the owners and the players this last week now? Like, Yes. What what is the deal here? Because I my understanding the deal is, is that a injured, but uh, well, I am of the belief that even though he may be the most powerful owner in the league, every other owner hates Jerry Jones with the fire of a thousand suns. Now that surprises so, me. It seems like such a jovial fellow. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the words of uh, in the words of Vance Atkinson, my father in law, who flew him on a who flew him on some private jets once in a while. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it turns uh, the, it started out with who's the guy, the owner of um, the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Jed York. Um, Jed York. Oh, no. Yeah. He, uh, he, he jumped, he jumped the very low bar first saying that social issues should not, or social justice should not be a political issue. And then old, Wellington Mara or whatever the name of the new Mara is the mm-hmm. not Rooney lock film nerd. Knock it off. Kate. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> I'm just impressed by Wellington. Yeah. That's awesome. If it's, if the name is Wellington, it is, it's a, it's I would have thought that definitely an owner name, isn't it? <laughs> if you would ask me, yeah, what yeah, it, it really blows, but he, that's <laughs> well, well, good time. Yeah. Sorry. Pr- no, go ahead, they said that they're not going to make them do anything. They said it, this, this kneeling may be affecting the bottom line, but they're not going to, they're not going to press them with any new rules or any official NFL policy on this. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the old, the old, uh, of course, Jerry, jo- the picture of Jerry Jones sitting in the, sitting in his press box with Elizabeth Taylor during the national anthem 30 years ago has surfaced. So, <laughs> so of course it's like, you know, all yeah. the supporters like okay. 30 years ago. You know, so what kills me is that years, years ago, when I was growing up watching football, they, they always broadcast the national anthem before the game. And then they stopped doing that. And it's mm-hmm. essentially so they could squeeze in like a Keystone Light commercial. Mm-hmm. And what, really, I mean, yeah. what, what's more disrespectful? I mean, no, they, it is such a weird share. moment of like, yes, yeah, one thing. Football. Focus on it. Go ahead. Let me let me touch the third rail here and say I will stand for one song, but if you pile on the national anthem and God bless America and my country tis of thee, and then make us say the pledge, pick one. Pick one. I always get bearded. God bless America. Just stop in the eighth inning. It it does feel like a slippery slope. But you'll but you'll get. Well, that also leads to the whole thing too about when did. 
you know, it was post 9-11 that the military actually started buying its way into broadcasts and, and football games. That was even flyovers. Right. You know, but it was after 9-11 that it really became this thing about police right. and firefighters and, and the military and all this stuff that really was As with all things wretched in this, in this existence, uh, it started with Fox, I think. I think Fox <laughs> drove that there, drove... That it was Fox broadcast that spent mm-hmm. the most time playing that up. So that's how, and of course, I mean, we've got to the point where they're not, you know, number one, uh, it's not, sh- no one is really sure why NFL ratings and attendance are declining. And there's a strong case we made that a lot of it has to do with concussions and brain damage and yeah. things like spousal abuse and, you know, killing people. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this. I'll I'm tell you go this. For, oh, go ahead, Price. Sorry. Well, I'm just saying that if, if if attendance is declining, you wouldn't know it by that Packers game I went to in Dallas because, like, the cheap tickets were still 250 bucks each. Well, yeah, those, are, those are two of the most popular teams in the country. Yeah. Right? Has anybody has anybody checked to see if the decline in attendance is completely attributable to the LA Chargers? Oh my God! Oh, I know. Just uh, they don't even. Uh, number one, uh, I think we talked about this before. Like SC football is bigger than Charger football and Ram football, mm-hmm. and it's amazing that uh, what what was it they said? Like it was majority Miami Dolphin fans when the the Dolphins were playing in StubHub Stadium at, at a thousand seat arena. Yeah, twenty seven thousand. Ridiculous. Jeez. Yeah. Well, and, and that new and that new arena or the the new stadium in Santa Clara is ridiculously expensive. No, it's it's super far away from any normal metropolitan area. And B, and from what I read in one article, there is one side that is directly in the sun with no shade, and on a normal day, the because the sun is beating on this concrete, the gym, as you'll know from concrete, mm. the, the temperature rises to above a hundred degrees just with no breeze on one side of the stadium and nobody sits there. That's no, what we call absolutely brutal. Mass, concrete nerds. That's right. The, no, it's uh, totally concrete brutal. absorbs like, the heat. Re, re, uh. Yeah, no, I have friends that had season tickets that, that gave them up immediately after sitting after wow. two games. They're like, no, we can't do this. It's like the devil's anvil in uh, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> I mean, the Rolls Bowl's that way too. I don't even know. Like I went to a, a game, a UCLA game, like in it was early October, and it was 105, and there's no shade in the Rose Bowl whatsoever. It was brutal. Yikes! You know, so there they you need go. A, I mean, well, there's also so I think the whole thing of like trying to attribute the you know the declining ratings or lack of attendance for NFL to one thing, especially something as ridiculous as the national anthem, and I don't doubt that there are people who, you know stop watching football because of that. But I really think it's probably a combination of a lot of things. You're right, Locke. I think it's got a lot to do with some of just the negative stories that have been going on around pro football for a while. But also it's just, there's so many other things to do. And I also think that the NFL may have made a mistake by trying to spread out all these games, the Thursdays and Mondays. And it's like, it used to just be that Sunday was like football day. And that was, you know, uh, what people focused on. Didn't the declining Mm -hmm. ratings long precede the the national anthem thing. I mean, Colin oh, Colin, sure. yeah. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick started doing this what last year at the yeah. beginning of the season preseason. Yeah, it's but been, it's been yeah, yeah, yeah it's been like two years, and and I really think it's just I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, what does score ratings is uh, false outrage. Yeah. <laughs> and I think <laughs> this is uh, one of those instances where. The, people get a lot more attention by fanning the flames. Well, I don't, than it actually I don't give a shit about the national anthem, what, what people do, but what really pisses me off is the one student in the student section who doesn't get up for the jump around at Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, what's up no, with that, that guy? That's an insult. Yeah. yeah. Now, what is up with that guy? <laughs> uh, Somebody uh, shame uh, him. About the, uh, and just about, the, uh, about Thursday night football, I mean, there is only a real... Thursday night football is fine. I'll if it's a close game, I'll tune in toward the end. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, if it's not the Packers, I don't care. And the NFL doesn't realize that there is a fixed amount of degenerate gamblers who are watching this this Thursday night thing. Yeah. There's not the gambling. It, it's it's driven by gambling and fantasy football. That's the only reason that I because of because of the picks for for Robert's pool. 
uh, Robert's alleged pool where no money is exchanging hands at all. Uh, <laughs> and you didn't I, uh, last week at all. Yeah, I know. That's, I, that's I, a good I time to also announce our high versus drunk contest. By the way, Just, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about, Bruner. And yeah. I didn't. Uh, and but I watched. I actually watched the the end of the Tennessee Indianapolis game with absolutely zero interest. Who won? I was only interested in my own uh, uh, bragging rights. <laughs> your, own, your own theoretical uh, state. Yeah, exactly. This game. Yeah. Bragging rights. Yeah. Well, and I'm surprised the NFL didn't really. You know, I thought they really cracked the code for that Thursday night game with that whole uh, color rush. Color rush. <laughs> you know, that's. Well, I think, that's I think next year they should have all they, cost, uh, uniforms. Yeah. I think next year they should have them all wear capes. <laughs> yeah, because I would, like that idea. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be fun? Sure. <laughs> Might as well. And like maybe they could shoot. be like the little they could be like the little Shazam capes, you know, like James Jones's hoodie, except the little Shazam cape. Remember, Shazam has the tiny cape. Oh yeah, oh, like all over the shoulder. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, right. It's so, illegal yeah. attack because that'd be a horse collar. Right. But 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 if you're Goodell and the league, though, like how do you back out of this? Because this, I mean, clearly Trump is just going to quietly make a noise. Oh, he will let it go. Yeah. Trump will not let it go. He's got that petition now. Like stand for the anthem. Oh, and people are signing the petitions. Like oh my god. Uh, well. I mean, okay. So I spend most of my time thinking about politics, not sports. So I'm going to try like. Mm-hmm temper my reaction a little bit but obviously this is this is um trump's wall uh, 2017 version of the wall which is yeah. he's, he's just going to repeat it because it gets a reaction from both sides you know right so he's going to repeat it sure. i mean he's his trump's aside from the fact that he's going to be impeached and driven out of office trump's worst day is going to be the super bowl because he's like you know i gotta find a new gotta find a new whipping horse to <laughs> right. uh, to stir up the rabble yeah Look out, NHL. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, no, he likes the NHL. Oh, uh, by the way, he likes the NHL because they're they're patriotic. Um, by the way, big plug, Goon 2, Last of the Enforcers. Awesome. What? Sean Williams, uh, Scott, Sean Scott Williams, uh, what, what, Lee what, Schreiber. What? what? Have you guys what? ever seen Goon what? 1? No. Wait, do, we have to, do we have to talk Goon here? Yes, we no, do. I, is there going to be a goon two? Oh, oh, I know what you're talking. There about. is a goon two. Yeah, yeah, goon so what? basically, I did. Jay Baruchel, Jay Baruchel, the skinny, uh, the skinny kid from the Judd Apatow movie, is Canadian. Yeah. He is Canadian, and he loves Slapshot. And so a few years ago, he wrote a hockey movie called Goon, which, which starred and, and it, I, I which did starred Sean, Sean, I, Sean Scott, Sean William Scott, Sean Scott Williams, Sean William yeah, Scott, one of those, yeah. Uh, as as a guy who's like a terrible, he's a terrible hockey player, but he's a great brawler, goon. Mm-hmm. And then the sequel came out on uh, a few weeks ago, and so I watched that the other night. It's awesome. But it's, 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 it's both great. Slapshot is it? It's not. It's not slapshot. No, no, no. It's not slapshot. Nothing is slapshot. Made, slapshot they made a, a, a Hanson Brothers movie that you know they, that's what they should have done. Although they, they did, they did make about three slapshot sequels later that were pretty. They did, as you could imagine, increasingly. Increasingly like unwatchable. Was it yeah. Jaws, Jaws the Revenge or the you know, yeah. with Michael Caine and any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Caine had had to, had to not collect his Oscar because he was filming. I tell that story constantly because right. he's filming Jaws the three. Beautiful. In fact, I think it Four. actually came up on the last on the Lost Neutral Zone. The Lost Neutral Zone, exactly. That was an homage to Locke. Allegedly, well, I've I've often Locke. I've often rewritten several film pieces over the years for various publications about. My love of um, great British actors who will slum in anything oh. for either to pay for their house in the in the south of France, yes. or in Richard Burton's case, just to pay his bar tab with Exorcist Two. I, I love that. I really, I have so much respect for that of guys like Michael Caine, because I would do the same thing if I was them. Oh, Exorcist! Like you pick the yeah. occasional highbrow movie, and then you make all this schlock for. That that could be. I'd love to see Michael Caine. I'd love to see Michael Caine as the hockey coach. One day I'll be in a cafe, and then you'll be playing hockey, <laughs> and then someday I'll be retired. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Yeah, I'd like to see Michael Caine in a dodgeball remake. Yeah, there you go. Like Michael, Michael Caine in the dodgeball sequel. sequel. Sure, he'll do it. Coach. I'm sure he would do it. Oh, sure. Yeah, in the old days, you know, Gene Hackman was another one of those guys too, wasn't he? Yeah, like, Gene he, Hackman. He was in a ton of. Now it's so, it's Weezy, it's Weezy right. that hates Michael Caine, right? Uh, yes, that's right. Okay, it's every every you always gotta have a friend who just inexplicably hates somebody that. Somebody. I, like, I actually have a friend out here that hates Paul Rudd. 
What? I don't get that one. I know. I didn't think that was possible. Hmm. That's interesting. Too, I thought, Paul I Newman? Thought I Paul Rudd. Is it, I didn't know it was possible to hate Paul Rudd, but she hates Paul Rudd. Hmm. Oh, it's a she then. Wow. It is, yeah. Even so she like Yeah. So, hey. That's amazing. All right, we can we can use that as a little uh, jeté over to trailers. Got some exciting Marvel movies coming up. DC, all kinds of nerdy movies coming up. I'm think, stoked we're all Thor geeked about, Are we all geeked about Thor Ragnarok? I'm super geeked about Thor. <sighs> I, 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 I want to steal credit for this because the person who said this will never see this, but um, hear this, but uh, someone described Thor. They want to see it because it looks like the entire film is painted on the side of a van. <laughs> oh my god that is perfect <laughs> i love it and i i only found out recently that you know i'm a big devo fan and uh, mark mothersbaugh devo scored the movie like it's all this like oh wow yeah techno kind of i mean it's totally going for like the 80s flash gordon yeah well also though, he's done you know he did um he did uh we did rushmore he's done a lot yeah, of rushmore he actually he also did scoring for like Rugrats and a whole lot of cartoons. Um, he's <laughs> done plenty. I'm of, also very I I well here you know now if you want to just like you know if we want to steer off of a NFL kneeling controversy and right into Harvey Weinstein, I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. I'm getting more and more excited for um, Justice League because I am the world's biggest Ben Affleck apologist, mm-hmm. and it and now I'm trapped in this thing where I can't really apologize for basically Ben being a a butthead from Boston, a Boston yeah. butthead about, uh, <laughs> and, right. and, and to be fair, Maddie kind of is too. He doesn't, he's not as drunk and loudish about it as Ben is, but Damon doesn't always come down on the right side of these things right away either. They need a little coaching. Oh no. And anyway, I do wonder, League, I'm excited. I wonder how wide the fallout goes for this because I do feel like it's going to open the door to a lot of, you know, and how many times are we going to run into some actor who makes, you know, uh, uh, comes out and says what terrible things Weinstein does, and I really, you know, am against it, and then turns out they've done a lot of the same crap themselves. I mean, because isn't that yeah. some of the story with Affleck? Like, he's kind of a little handsy himself. Yeah, he, he's he a little, yeah, he's a little handsy, and, and also there's a whole thing, and, and Tarantino, uh, it took Tarantino about a week, but he eventually stepped mm-hmm. into it, um, mm-hmm. leaned into it. Of look, if you worked with Weinstein, especially if you were a male for the past 20, 30 years, and your mm-hmm. career took off and you were one of his favorites, you had to be, you were complacent in it, you know, because you knew it was going on. Yeah. And, and Tarantino said, you know, I, I saw enough, I saw enough to, to should have, I should have done something and I didn't. Tarantino? So. Well, yeah. Well, can Tarantino at least make the excuse that he was probably so coked up he didn't know it was going on anyway? <laughs> exactly. And, and to be cool. and I was gonna say to be fair, I don't want to say to be fair because we don't have a female on this panel, so we're not getting the, the right. perspective. But Affleck was, I mean, he had a he had a decade there was he, he was pretty much a gambling drinking dope, basically yeah. during the J Lo years. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of times when he he showed his sort of South Boston. Now we're going to piss off. This. We're going to lose our South Boston uh, listeners. Yeah, it's sure. sh- as long as he you don't showed, say he showed a little bit of his of his loudishness. Yes. Uh, well, and, anyway. and we did. You know, we actually had you this. Take a hike, chowders. Chowds, chowda. We had this not the chowder, but we had this conversation a bit last time too in the last episode about separating the artist and the work. And you know, so at what point do you? Okay, so. Talking about Justice League for a second, forgetting about what a douche Ben Affleck can be. Um, I mean, have you been hearing good things, Locke? I mean, because I, I don't know. I don't know how oh. I feel about it because I, I feel like I hate all the Zack Snyder DC movies so much. I thought Batman versus Superman was one of the worst comic book movies I've seen. And yeah, so it feels I mean, like I've, the foundation I've, is bad, but I wonder if they can pull out of it with this somehow. I don't know. I'm so burned on, I'm just so generally burned out on the superhero movies. Even, you know, I'm going to go see Thor yeah. and see Justice League, and I'm sure I hope I like them. But like I was talking, I was, I was pimping up Blade Runner 2 the other day to someone. They were like, oh, it's too boring. I can't wait for Thor. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you mentioned you mentioned this lock that before I had seen Blade Runner last last uh, the Lost podcast. I and then I saw it. You're right. That was a great movie. I'm actually going to see it yeah. next weekend. I'm excited about it. So yeah, tell me about Blade Runner, guys. Well, but uh, but but, but jump back to like Zack Snyder. Um, 
I don't, I don't know, you know, like, so anymore, even when someone says, hey, this is really well done superhero film, like, say, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. I go to it and I say, oh, yeah, that was very well done. But it was a very well done thing that I'm really tired of seeing. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> but, and this whole Zack Snyder thing, I, for one, I'm kind of a Zack Snyder apologist because I'm a, I'm a, I love, <laughs> I have a soft spot for people who just are like little Kubrick babies mm-hmm. who just deep in their heart want to be Kubrick and, and. Uh, but also, you know, he left the film in post-production because right. his um, daughter uh, died. Terrible and Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon finished up the editing on it. Um, yeah. But anyway, I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> I've, now, I've now devolved so much in my, in my film uh, levels where I'm just now back to, hey, the trailer looks good. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, and I will say it's, the trailers don't look bad. I guess the biggest issue I have with the, the trailers for Justice League from what I've seen is I... I think I've probably said this before. I may have said it last week too, but it's like the costuming, like for particularly for flash really bothers me. Like it, it's like, why, if you're running at like the speed of light, would you want this like armored segmented overly complicated looking costume? I don't really get it. It looks well, kind of price. Could probably, like him and Cyborg price might like be able to speak like, to this, but I would say that, you know, it gets to that whole thing of like, you know, when you're moving that fast, you need friction protection, but of course the speed force is supposed yeah, to right. protect you from friction. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, the whole thing is that I like the, I like the TV show so much, I I, even though I'm like way behind now, I just, I'm having a hard time seeing something else from, you know, from a, a different flash doesn't, doesn't, doesn't turn my crank, I guess. I'm just like, I'm having, I, I just like that show and how they do it so much. There's so much fun stuff. And it's, and I was kind of bummed out when spoilers, they killed off Captain Cold in, in Legends of Tomorrow because uh, Wentworth Miller played him so well and he was so funny and so mean. Yeah, I know? liked him a lot too. And I am a fan of the TV show, although that said, I think, I can't remember Locke. Do you remember the actor who plays Flash in Justice League? I can't think of his name. In the film? Ezra Miller. In the film. Oh, yeah. He looks, I mean, at least from what I've seen, I think it's good casting. I think uh, he's... he's seen... he, um, he was in, uh, he's in a lot of, of films that I really like, but he, um, his, his big role is a film that nobody's seen because it's, oh, my gosh, it's, it's a painful film to watch. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin, mm-hmm. about where he plays a, a sociopathic kid. But yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little psyched for Justice League, and, uh, and of yeah. course we have uh, Star Wars, which you know, it's just like a no-brainer anymore. It's like, oh, okay, I'll go see that. I think yeah. I'll go see that one. Yeah, well, yeah, in fact, let's go Mr. around and talk after seeing Force Awakens. What's my, everybody my feel about? And I think we had this top conversation too. Like, um, I'm excited <laughs> for this Star Wars. I, I will say that I don't feel like I have the natural burning excitement for it that I've had for other Star Wars movies. Yeah. Is it because they're spacing them out one year, one year apart now? And it's, I did not see the trailer. I I, I forgot to watch it. Then it went off, went off, went like kind of off the, uh, off the the, uh, the radar. So when I have during that, that, that Vikings bears game that, Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, that was a Monday night, and I think that during that particular game, I was doing bath time and stories. So it happens. Is this cool thing called YouTube where you can actually? <laughs> I was going to say that we're utilizing at the very moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I've reached a little bit of like um, you know, like trailer exhaustion. Where you're, yeah. I mean, I know, yeah, I probably reached it like ten years ago, but where you're just like, okay, I know what a Star Wars trailer is going to show me, I know what it's going to try to do for me, and it's going to work to a certain extent because i'm helpless yeah. but you know i'm like eh, okay <laughs> i'm gonna see it uh but let's you know oh and by I, the way uh, big big, big news announcement last week they they finally announced the name of the han solo film <laughs> Brace yourself the name <laughs> of the new han solo film is solo solo wow. <laughs> yeah that i was stunned that was a real that was the, the i think that was the most uh anticlimactic headline in in movie history just so they can call the sequel duel yeah (laughs) won't that confuse soccer fans though i mean because there's duet hope so yeah sure maybe yeah uh, maybe uh they had to really you know talk to her her uh, trademark lawyer they're working her trademark lawyer more like she probably oh that woman is such a scumbag dude what are you doing right now Listeners of the podcast are fortunate that they don't see Price lying in bed. Like we suddenly have a 
Remember that scene of speaking of Star Wars of Anakin suddenly waking up? Are you are you separately are you separately shooting a Pornhub price? Thank God he's uh, not shirtless. All right, well that's uh. The, the I just got a tired. I just had to I just had to recline a little. All right, fair enough. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Right, it's my birthday. Oh my God, but my birthday for a second. Uh, what do you ever? Uh, what does everybody think about J.J. Abrams coming back for the third? Nobody cares. <laughs> sure. End of discussion. Price is close. Yeah, I kind of oh, okay. I, I kind of like it's my birthday. Did. Nobody cares. I like what he did with the the Star Trek movies, and he's he's one note. Yeah. He's gonna he's 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 gonna do his thing. It's gonna be you know perfectly above Here's average. The, well, here's the thing about J.J. <laughs> Abrams directing a Star Wars movie. There's like maybe five percent of the population are like, oh, J.J. Abrams, and there's ninety five percent of the population says Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. 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 Robert, where do you fall on yeah, the I, Abrams issue? You know, I'm just hoping that he learned from The Force Awakens that he's not going to, like, redo Return of the Jedi. Yes. You know, third installment. It's Honestly, that was one of my biggest concerns that I heard. It was like, okay, he did pretty much a riff on the original Star Wars for the, his first crack at it. And, yeah, now it's just going to be, we're building a new Starkiller base. But it's a not couple, couple years. Well, I think that I think that at this point the plotting is is, is far enough along. Yeah, that like it's it. not going to be plot stuff. It's just more tone, you yeah. know. And I think that's that's fine. I I don't. That's a fair point. I honestly don't care. I like Ryan Johnson a lot. I, I liked Colin Trevorrow a lot, although that's an unpopular thing <clears throat> to say. Um, I don't know. I, I'll be curious to see as years go by hearing You're the like story. Like Colin Trevorrow, how dare you? Who? What? <laughs> Colin Trevor Trevor Trevorrow. He was the director of the third uh, Star Wars film, of the, the ninth Star Wars film. Oh, got, well, I, I don't even know. I was like, you, you just brought That's, up a name that I never heard of, and I just thought I just... I, I admit I didn't uh, recognize the name either, but... Uh, okay. You, I um, remember that the director left. I didn't remember what his name was. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and there's, uh, there could be a lot of reasons for that. And I'm not going to say that he, had, yeah. he was some genius that was driven out by Disney. He might have been completely wrong, you know, completely yeah. off. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. It's it's I don't know. It's just it's just gonna. There's gonna be Star Wars films forever. Yeah, that's true. You know the uh, the title of the Han Solo sequel is gonna be A New Hope Solo. <laughs> hey well done if we're if we're walking back uh jokes i want to go back to uh there being no breeze in the new chargers uh stadium and insert oh. a drew breeze joke oh <laughs> that is good so just drop that in in post and make it funny let's just work we can go back to the jerry jones discussion i i just want to say i really fucking hate jerry jones and this, by the way, Tom, I, I know is, is a long standing because I still remember a conversation with you back when we lived in Green Bay in the yeah. 90s where yeah. you, you had made a comment about Jerry Jones, like, you know, when his day finally comes and he passes from this earth, they did an autopsy. It would be like they would extract pure evil. <laughs> some substance would come out of him like oh my god it's like a black tar <laughs> right like antimatter that right. explodes on contact with the sun some you know, things that. never change what, what are the Jets Jets and you know you know why <laughs> and what i mean just to just to make it make it political again i mean it was it was trump on the phone to jerry jones for weeks oh, yeah. right, right. past weeks yeah like yeah which, and and like i said that doesn't help because i much. honestly think that even though he carries some of the most juice of any owner. He was instrumental in getting the getting the Rams out to LA and the Chargers moving to LA and all this thing going on. I honestly think that every other owner hates his guts. Oh, Stan Kroenke, I'm surprised because Stan Kroenke really does hate Jerry Jones. They hate each other. And and Jerry Jones, they needed Jerry Jones to get to LA though. Yeah. And, but I mean, just this whole thing is just a way just for all the other owners to be like, Oh, Jerry Jones is telling this to his players, and he's canoodling with Trump. And ooh, we hate Jerry Jones, so wham, double birds to him. I, I think there's a well, good. I'm chance an NFL Jerry owner, Jones backer stock, and I hate Jerry Jones. I think there's a good chance Jerry Jones is just like a nanobot cloud that's <laughs> sort of like <laughs> sifting around that. The country. I can see that. Yeah. self I do want to add that uh, for the pop culture tie-in that uh, I did learn this year that according that uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was instrumental in bringing the Raiders to Vegas, according to HBO's Ballers. Ballers, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is For that a, a good challenge? I'm serious. 
I was gonna ask somebody. I love it. I, I love right. it. But then again, I love the Rock. I would. I would. I like the Rock too. Uh, I'm a Rock. I like. I like, like you know My Little Pony movies. I'd be like watching those. <laughs> you would be a brony, but I'd just I'd be a, a Rocky hey, look, brony. Uh, you know, I got two kids. Moana is extremely popular in our house right now. He's very good in that. Yep. yep. Um, and I still like going a little bit back. I, I, speaking of superhero stuff, I loved. That Saturday Night Live episode that he first hosted a long time ago where he, the whole sketch premise was that he was Superman, like Clark Kent, but everyone clearly knew that he was Superman. Like his costume was kind of sticking out of his <laughs> and everyone's like messing with him in the newsroom, like Perry White and Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen are all screwing with him because they obviously know he's Superman, but he thinks that nobody knows. I had a friend knows. who for like a friend who for 15 years since the rock came on the scene uh insisted that the rock should play superman yeah which we've almost yeah. reached the the multicultural diversity openness could happen yeah i think you're right we are getting there yeah well yeah. there's an there's a in the uh in dc comics rebirth uh there's a black superman on uh on one of the earths and he was the he was the head of uh there was a there was kind of a an interdimensional police force that helped to keep things in order. And the Superman from this earth, the black Superman was the head of that, of that force. So, so I'm, I do I'm, like, we're, we're a bunch of, we're a bunch of white guys here. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. even sure if we can call him black Superman. I know. I, know. I was kind of like, I'm uh, <laughs> can we say that? I don't know. Well, he's not, he's, he's, he's from a different dimension. He's, he, he is not of African origin. So I don't know what his. So whatever the, you know, you know, that dimension's equivalent. Of right, yeah. but does he, we're but just does like we were, we were literally like walking on thin ice while carrying dynamite in both hands. <laughs> Let's bring Harvey <laughs> Weinstein so, back into it. Yeah, boy, thank God. Let's get back to some safe Harvey Weinstein territory here. At least we can. <laughs> Donald Trump. Let's, uh, for God's sakes, we talk about Donald Trump again. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, well, whatever. But, uh, I, I did not know that I knew that the, now DC Rebirth and maybe this is, are you reading that price? Cause I, yeah, I am. Uh, they, it's on the, um, it's, it's on the, the, the app I get through my library. They upload them, uh, pretty regularly. So I'm caught up, I'm halfway caught up on the Batmans. I'm doing some of the Supermans with the son of Superman and everything. The really cool one was in the second trade is that, uh, Superman and his son got, transported somewhere and they wound up on that crazy island where the losers were in new frontier oh wow. and that when i saw that i i thought well you've got me hooked i can't That's i cannot cool. say no to you, you love new frontier new frontier is the one of the best things i've ever read yeah so was new cool. frontier the darren cook the darren cook thing yes mm-hmm. yeah darwin cook all right darwin cook all right Yep, Len Wein did too. We could, we could just do a weekly thing on which comic greats have died this week. Yeah, right. That's that's not plenty of. Uh, Harvey Cook was young. Yes. <laughs> now now was, we're down he... to cancer talk. We've gone hey. from uh, we've gone from Harvey Weinstein <laughs> to Black Superman to oh, cancer, yeah. and that's and that's the theme of I'm, Jim's I'm going to take this opportunity again to say that last episode we did was so good. This one. <laughs> As you listen to this one, just imagine it was so much better two weeks ago. <laughs> this is just a tribute. This, um, this, this is not, not a tribute. Let me let me let me raise the spirits. Let me let me lift this up to a to a higher, more hopeful place as we wrap it up. Yes. The Yankees are not in the World Series, and that's that, the sound of a, of a, yeah, of a million was, Yankee uh, fans crying their lives out. Well, that's not like I'm any huge good. Houston Astros fan, but yeah, I really <laughs> did not want to see the. Oh, hey, by the way, and I'm, I'm, I'm way behind the Dodgers. I think it's great the Dodgers are in the series. I hope they hope they take it all. And the Cubs are not. And the Cubs are not. Much to the glee of, of panelists, Price Chosen. Happy birthday, Price. Price has to stay alive for another 107 uh, years. That's right. That's your As I. As I said in my Facebook post, I I gladly would have paid below face value to watch him get dragged at home like that. I did love. Uh, uh, I saw on Facebook this morning, Price, that my brother did a nice uh, crying Jordan Cubs logo for you, which I thought was pretty yeah, brilliant. That was that was a great birthday present. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, awesome. Was awesome, awesome Microsoft Paint skills. <laughs> yes, he is, he is the tops. 
Well, I, I, so I will sure, say that I'm sure you can we fix all this in post. <laughs> you can fix all this. Uh, in yeah, post. exactly. Let me see how this editing goes tonight. But I uh, was originally going to talk about Star Trek Discovery, but we'll maybe circle back to that another episode because I think uh, hopefully Monica will be back on with us next time. I know at least she's been watching. I'm going to try to say to you folks who haven't been, but it is pretty things. good. Hearing good things. Yeah. It's, it, I, I like it so far. Um, so maybe we'll talk about that. And there are some, you know, it's, uh, we had a little discussion last week too about some of the what CBS is doing with it. We'll come back to that. But I think we will come to the end of this episode. But before we do, I do have one more Is It or Is It game for us. And this is going to save it. This is going to save it. Cancer or Harvey's going to save this podcast. Because this is, uh, as, I, as we discussed last time, now we uh, really, I wanted to come up with an Is It or Is It for the last episode relating to the, the whole Anthem thing, and I couldn't come up with one. As close as I had gotten then was a Kaepernick or Mixelplick, which I couldn't make work um so this week what i did come up with for this topic is neil or keel so things that relate to either controversial quarterback colin kaepernick or to richard keel the actor yes, best jaws, role of villain jaws <laughs> and the spy who loved me and moonraker so neil or keel here we go uh suffers from uh acrophobia fear of heights oh Kaepernick. It's gotta be, it's gotta be I'm Keel. Keel. I'll Keel. say Kaepernick. Keel. It can't be Keel because he was in Moonraker. Yeah, he was in. He was yeah, in. Yeah, and they were happy about it. <laughs> Wasn't he hanging off of a something in Moonraker? Uh, you're you're all right in some way. Uh, actually, it is it is Richard Keel that suffers from fear of heights, and he was in fact he had a stunt double do all that stuff on the uh, on the cable car. How did they find oh. a stunt double for Richard Keel? Yeah, no, we can't figure it out. They have to find don't tell, a tiny, don't tell, they have to find a tiny James don't t- standing. <laughs> don't tell Price what, what? that Richard Keel doesn't really have metal teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought he had him taken out for Happy Gilmore. But Colin Kaepernick does, strangely enough. Yeah, that's right, yeah, that was Colin Kaepernick actually metal teeth. He was a regular on Match Game, too. He was, that's true. <laughs> Richard Keel was on Match Game. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, Match Richard Keel, I remember, also was on uh, Are you serious? Uh, Win, Lose, or Draw once, I remember. So, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I want to see, I want to see the repartee between Richard Keel and Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> I was going to say Richard Keel and Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Those would all be great. I, I hope that, you know, that, I hope that happens at some point. But, I saw, uh, I saw, before you get on the next one, Jim, I saw an awesome, uh, I saw an awesome tweet. Someone said they wanted to see a, see a show called the confirmed bachelor with, with Paul Lind and 20 confused women. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're wrapping it. This is good. We got Paul Lynn and Charles. Also, Lynn. also this is always it's always a good time this time this time of year to pull up the Paul Lynn Halloween special Has anybody here actually watched that thing? Because it is so weird. Delightful. Oh, yeah. I've seen I've seen pieces parts. It is it's with, with with Wiki Poop from Puff and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Wait, you're yeah. you're telling me that a that a that a Sid and Marty Croft production was weird? Yeah. It's almost as if they were all just taking acid. I gotta tell you guys, the first time I became aware of the existence of that thing was when I was on a flight. I remember it was a bunch of years ago. I was on a plane and just, you know, like a guy kind of down the aisle and across from me had his laptop and I saw that image at the beginning of of the of the special of like a pumpkin with Charles or with sorry with with uh, uh, Paul Lynn's head in it like ah doing the big smile and I thought what the hell is that? <laughs> okay, now Jim, there were, there were zero there were zero Paul Lind references or Wichita references in the so-called wonderful Lost podcast. Uh, that's true. So this one I think may have just we may have just crested above the the Lost podcast. We have we saved right. it at the end. We did. This is great. All right, now then, so we'll jump back. Uh, is it or is it okay? I had a 4.0 GPA in high school. Kaepernick. 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 I'm going to say that Kaepernick, is, yeah. That is Kaepernick. Co-authored a biography of abolitionist Cassius Marcellus Clay called Kentucky What? what? That's got to oh, be Keel. Keel. What? Kaepernick. I'm going to say Keel. I'll say Keel because Kaepernick's only like 20-something years old. I don't know. If, it I don't is know indeed he... Richard Keel. Okay. Interesting. That's and Cassius Clay was was Muhammad Ali's, also an abolitionist. So yeah. Cassius Marcellus wow. Clay, Kentucky Lion is the name of the book. So that's weird. 
and last one uh, was adopted. Oh, that's Colin Kaepernick. My family in Ashwaubenon, Wisconsin. That's correct. And Richard Keel is actually from Detroit, so they're both Midwesterners. How about that? Oh, bravo. Bravo, Midwesterners. So there we go. That's this week's Is or Is It? Neil or Keel. Thanks for playing, guys. <laughs> and thanks for knowing who Richard Keel is. This, this is very Absolutely. specific to our... We're, Not, better, we're know, better people for knowing it. Demographic. Can, we do, can we also do a Weatherby Richard Keel? I think, yeah, well, I'll work on that. No, that's not a bad idea. Or maybe, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there's some other Bond. We had two Bond-related Lays and B and Keel, so we got to get... Right. I, I think we should, have a, we should have a, a tennis 70s celebrities one called Match Game or Match Point. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That'd be a good one. Holy crap, Lock. That's great. I think we've got to save... We'll save that for our uh, Drunk versus High. Well, there, there's, so, that, that and everyone great. can work on their Paul Lynn and, and Charles Nelson Riley impersonations. <laughs> Ooh, I've, got a, I've got a good one. How about Jughead or Jarhead? John Cena versus Archie Comics. <laughs> I got to tell you this. Uh, going back to uh, Match Game, and of course, you know uh, the the networks now are just recycling all the the great '70s shows. Oh, sure. So Alex Drew. Baldwin did a Match Game, and over the summer. Uh, there was a new gong show, which actually was really kind of fun. I was really intrigued but, by that. I didn't actually see it. But. but my sister, my sister loved it, and she and when the whole season was over, we were talking one time, and she's like, "Yeah, we just love it. That guy, that guy's great. That host." I'm like, "You mean Mike Myers?" And she goes, "What? Yeah, how about that?" <laughs> no, I know. It's like his, like his publicist refused to acknowledge it was him. It was so weird. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, I really did want to see that, and I missed it. Did you see it? Did you see it? There's a new Joker's Wild starring Snoop Dogg. Yes. Oh, shut up. Oh, I was like, I'm yes. watching the commercial. I'm watching the commercial, and she spins, and he's like, and the numbers come up. He's like, 420, 420, 420. I was like, what? <laughs> 420. <laughs> oh, my God. I think there's probably a Snoop Dogg Batman, though. Is it or is it in there somewhere, too, oh. Joker's? <laughs> I don't have a Lots clever name for that. On. I, I know. It's well, yeah, Blood Man or Batman. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just hope for a, a Press Your Luck revival before long, but <laughs> some whammies. Uh, going yeah, on. I think there is one. On there. Know, guys. <laughs> it's almost game time, and I think we're going to wrap up this episode <laughs> of the Neutral Zone Podcast. Put it Thanks down. Put it down. Here. Put it out of its misery. <laughs> out of Thank its misery. you. This was glorious. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for being on the show today. And uh, thanks, everybody out there, for listening. We'll uh, talk to you again in a few weeks. Everybody, right. Happy have birthday, a great guys. day. Excelsior. Happy birthday. Thanks, guys. Happy Excelsior. Excelsior. Happy birthday to America. <laughs>